Hey there, it's me. It's God. It's your Lord and Savior. I just wanted to pop in here before this podcast, one of my favorite inventions of mine. I call them inventions, not creations, because I think of myself as an inventor. Um, And I also have an accent that apparently will just come and go whenever it wants to. So uh, I'm here to give Patreon shout outs because there's a bunch of people on the Golden Skull tier on Patreon.com slash some good shows that grow graciously support them. So here it goes, a very warm VGRS welcome to Empathetic Olive. Thank you. Love the name that I gave you because I am the Lord. Ben Krieger, Casual Colleen, Charlotte Lane, Colleen Humphreys, Dion Thomas, Doc Rubante, Eddie DeSantiago, Emily Lyon, Ezra, Hannah Kim, Kyle Hatfield, Matt, aka Stormageddon, This is fucking weird. Michael Robertson, Mick, a.k.a. the Nanobiologist. Nancy Konak, shout out Cam's mom. Nene12715. Nick Potter. Pilnock. Sammy V. Spence. Steph. Stephen Mayfield. And Zach. Thank you, my children, and here come Adapt Podcast. Welcome to the Video Game Robot Show, the podcast that uses a video game robot called The Video Game Robot to bring you just two of the over 136 million games and counting that the robot is capable of cranking out. I'm your host, Nathan Brand. And I'm your host, Cam Conan. <laughs> Let's get you acquainted with today's guest. You may know him from his Twitch channel, Play It Forward Gaming, or from our unhinged Discord. They're a fan of bread, possums, and they're yet another Final Fantasy XIV pervert. It's Eddie DeSantiago. How's it going? Hi. I am a bread pervert. <laughs> Hell yeah. God, aren't we all? Gotta yeah, get in the bones. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I, I always love when I go through somebody's, like, Twitter to be like, all right, so what is, like, I know this person, but what's the, like, how am I going to, like, distill this into, like, Eddie Aoli here to, to use <laughs> for, the, for the podcast? You are the bread pervert. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. yeah. And, you've, and you've got this bread thread where you're just like, here's all this bread I'm looking at right now. <laughs> I think that that's... That's, yeah, I make I bake all that at work. So I mean, respectfully, have you ever had bread, dude? Fuck, <laughs> man! Oh. I don't touch the stuff. <laughs> That's a lie. Fish fucking it. <laughs> bread, bread yeah. and dead rhyme for a reason. Okay, you can't yeah. stay away yeah, from it. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Bread dead redemption. Yeah, Glo- gluten free me from this tour for a good time, not a yeah. long time or whatever. Um, but this is not a podcast about food. That's the other one we do. Um, that will probably get you on at some point as well. But this is <laughs> this is a podcast where a robot makes his video games. So now it's time to consult the video game robot and have him make his brand new game for you. Um, you nailed it. Today's game from me is it. We're gonna we're gonna live fast and fuck hard because it's an F Zero game. <laughs> that's a land that it's a land polo game, but you can date a bunch of sexy single dads. So okay, I think okay. this is just F zero, but it's polo. Yeah, and you have the horses and Cap Falcon's dick be out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like if you wanted to just keep it being regular F zero, yeah, just make it like all right. the The stadium that you play polo in is the size of multiple United States. <laughs> <laughs> this one's New Jersey and New Hampshire. <laughs> no, okay. So now I don't need to explain this stuff really, but like polo, 
is the game where you're on the horses and you're playing like croquet slash golf situation. Mm-hmm. Like you have a little hammer, you hit a little ball. Um, now this does open the podcast up to great more horse jo- talk. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Love this it. Does open it up to talking about horses, which I realize I've never really Googled polo terminology or rules, and so that will be happening. Um, be ready for that. Ooh. But. Um, F Zero is the game that Captain Falcon is from. It's a racing game. Oh, Smash um, Bros. Got it. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and dating s- sexy single dads. I don't need to explain that to anybody here. We all do this. Yeah, um, we all date sexy single dads. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. So, like, jokes aside, I love uh, Rocket League. Yeah. I love the idea of, like, you have just like robot or cyborg horses. Like this is like armored core, but it's like armored horse. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, buying yeah. like different items and guns for your horse. And you're like, but the game is still to with your real arm hit with a little hammer, a little ball into a thing. But you just have these like turbo powered horses, turbo horses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like the, somebody's got a donkey or like there's like different. You know what I mean? There's like different animals. A camel. That you can run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's get a camel in there. <laughs> Absolutely. A robo camel. Just get the, the divine beast from Zelda. That yes. could be one of the, yeah. <laughs> one of the creatures. Actually, that would own. I was going to say featuring Zach Reno on a on a giraffe. <laughs> um, but like I'm kind of in. I think that if they're not going to do anything with F-Zero normally, all those characters are so fucking weird and cool. Just put them in something else, you know, like give them a sports game that would fucking rule. Yeah. Like Samurai Goro needs to stretch his legs. Yeah. Well, yeah. Skeleton man, dude. I want him in everything. That's Undertale. That's that's what I was going to say is Cam. Can you like run us through some of the characters of F-Zero. Can you pull that up? Because I always, we always like, it's one of the first bits we ever did on this podcast, but like, what the fuck is Captain Falcon's deal? His Christian name is Douglas Falcon. And that's very good. Um, Disney's Doug Falcon. (laughs) But no, I think that like a Rocket League style game is a, a really cool idea. And then you make it like, you make it, quite goofy with the weird horse stuff that you do i'm on the rules page of uspolo.org slash sport slash rules there's a section about improper use of mallet (laughs) the mallet of an opponent cannot be hooked unless they are in the act of hitting the ball or attempting to hook or strike the player's own mallet the entire mallet head must be and this is in bold below the opponent's shoulder for Mm. safety reasons so you can't You can't just crack somebody in the head with a mallet and murder them instantly. Kidneys are fair game. That's weirdly true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Kidneys below your shoulder usually. (laughs) Yeah. Your your horses are going to have like shields. Like like I said, armored core. So you're going to have like different parts. You're going to have missiles, Gatling guns. The horse will just like fire its teeth out of its mouth or whatever. You get like a like a hyper beam situation going on. Maybe you get meter. I don't know, Eddie. What do you what do you think we can do with with this kind of a concept? So uh, when you mentioned that it was going to be F zero, but with land polo, um, I immediately pictured like water polo, but everyone's stuck in the ground. But no, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, quicksand polo. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. But no, the the game I'm picturing now is Mario Strikers, but with a bigger field and with horses. Yeah. And uh, you know how like they have those like super That's the podcast, um, everyone have a good day. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, how they have like the super attacks where like 
you know, it'll do a big animation and then like cutscene and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm picturing that, but with like a mallet attack. I don't know why, but like a rocket powered mallet popped yeah. into my head. King DDD, man. King yeah, DDD exactly. Has, yeah, like, yeah, it turns exactly into that. a rocket for his hammer. And so like the only rule is the people on the horses have to not have any kind of special equipment. Like they just look like they do in F-Zero. In F-Zero. They're not like biologically enhanced beyond. I think one of them is a lizard man or something. But like <laughs> they're not modified in any way. But the horses and the mallet, you can like spec out to be like fantastic cam what have you brought up so let's let's talk about some f-zero pilots here let's do i've gone through and selected a few of my favorites i haven't played a ton of f-zero just like to get that out of the way Um, me me neither no one has mostly just reading about it but like let's talk about some of these pilots first is bio rex Mm-hmm. Who is just a dinosaur wearing just metal space armor. Good, good, and good, good, good. He was bred in a laboratory using advanced genetic technology. Oh, there you go, bred. Bred? To, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, using advanced technology to recreate him from the DNA of a fossilized egg. This means that Biorex, although he is big in size, is only nine years old. <laughs> um... His, oh, uh, his genetic code was also altered to increase brain capabilities, bringing them close to that of a human's. He really fucking loves racing. It says here his uh, motivation for entering the Grand Prix is that he really loves mammoth ribs and just wanted to get a bunch of them, which fuck yeah, dude. Did they even exist in the same like period, though? <laughs> I mean, if they're capable of bringing him back to life, probably. Okay. Um, there's also Blood Falcon, who is literally just evil captain falcon yeah uh, after the huge accident that paralyzed the f-zero racing world captain falcon had to be hospitalized some of his dna was stolen by an unknown person which was later used to create a clone of him blood falcon although listed as 37 years old blood falcon is technically only four (laughs) (laughs) so what i'm getting here is that captain douglas falcon is just Getting in cars with things that are less than 10 years old in this competition called F-Zero. No wonder Captain Falcon wins all the time. All of his fucking combatants are children. Let's talk about the skull. Okay. Who is just a skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) Aside from the fact that he was once the best F-Max pilot, which the F-Max series precedes the F-Zero GP by about 200 years approximately. Of course, we all knew this, right? (laughs) Um, uh, Everything else about who this pilot was in his lifetime is unknown. Using the powers of bioscience and dark magic, he was revived (laughs) as a skeleton to compete once again and prove that he is still the greatest pilot in any F-Series Grand Prix. I feel like mo- the dark magic is doing most of the heavy lifting there. 100%. <laughs> like, yeah. with the power of friendship and this gun I found. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, James McLeod is also a fucking, uh, yeah, like, Fox? F-Zero pilot. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. Silver Fox. We're, dra- we're dating dads. So. <laughs> oh, shit. It, oh, shit. Um, uh, and then Octoman, who is literally just a dude dressed like a fucking super sentai octopus which fucking owns actually (laughs) we've all been there here's the deal i'm on poloskills.com which is an official polo thing it's poloskills with a z.com incredible they have a swing glossary Mm -hmm. which is how to swing first of all the logo for like the international polo perverts association is like very intricate and crazy but also 
when you click on the swing glossary at poloskills.com, it loads like a PDF where if you press the next page, there's an animation and a sound effect of a page turning, which is some very web 1.0. That's, that's pretty like good. That. <laughs> um, they have things like flat wrist, stabilized pelvis, the uh, ball contact, the mallet takeaway, independent rain hand, trunk rotation. What kind of swinging is this? This is, well, with these dads. Mm. <laughs> with these there you dads, go. Anything is possible. <laughs> If these were like, if this was like a Mario Strikers kind of thing, these all just sound like fucking polo super moves. Yeah, you get it. You get enough meter on your team, like mm -hmm. in Captain Falcon or whatever nine year old friend he has goes up, to the, <laughs> goes up to the goal. Captain Falcon beating up a four year old. You know, we covered this. Exactly. And then like. The announcer is like, pistol grip or whatever. And like Captain Falcon is like, okay, or whatever. And then like he like brings the mallet in front of him. A hole opens and a, just a bullet comes out and shoots, <laughs> <laughs> shoots the goalie. And then he just like bing, puts it in the goal. And he's like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel and like Captain Falcons would probably be like setting up the hammer to where he can just punch the shit out of it so he's not breaking the rules because the ma the, the 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 mallet is still making full contact with the ball. Well, technically there's nothing in the rules that says a skeleton can't play. Exactly. <laughs> Extreme polo. Cyber polo. Yeah, man. F polo. So what are what are we going to yeah. what are we going to call this? Then? I think that was it. F polo? F polo. <laughs> I mean, we glossed over it a little bit because anytime we bring up horses on this on this program, I need to go nuts about it. But like the aspect of dating the dads in between or after mm -hmm. the matches, I think is really good. This reminds me like no joke in a weird way to make it a serious. It reminds me of a uh, pyre a lot yeah. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. like after the matches, you'll have like choices to make and stuff that will like affect the like matches going forward and some people leave your team and some people join your team depending on your choices i've, I've figured out how we can tie this in this whole thing it like has the energy of just like you know the most important fucking thing in the world but yes. like we are absolutely like in between matches you are recruiting just dads to your team by like going and hanging out with them and stuff like that because like have you ever talked to a dad who just does a sport for fun? Mm -hmm. It's the most important thing in the world to him. No matter what sport they're doing, no matter yeah. what sport a dad does, they will always tell you it's the fastest growing sport in the nation. Yes. <laughs> yes. My dad used to play soft softball a lot. I thought you were going to yes. I thought you were going to say a, a, the name of a sport I'd never heard before. I, I thought you were going to say salt ball and I was like, "Now hold on. Now, <laughs> now I know you rolled a game, but we're not talking about that. Today, <laughs> tell me about salt ball. <laughs> it's the salty bed of sports where, like, a football team and a golfer will show up. <laughs> anyway, no, yeah, I like I. I think that the the excuse for how fucking over the top and ridiculous this thing is because it is just like everybody is just a dad who is like you know middle aged, just like wants to just go out and just play some sports with the fucking boys. Exactly. You know? Exactly. If like my my fellow ADHD and neurodivergent fuckers will will understand the concept of a hyperfixation, but there is no hyperfixation stronger 
than one a dad has. In fact, I would say that a midlife crisis should just be called a hyperfixation because that's just that's just a dad hyperfixation. My dad bought a golf cart and has like completely modded that <laughs> shit. Yeah. Like I'm talking replaced the battery so that bitch goes like at least 30 I think they clocked it at 37 miles an hour. Um <laughs> they fucking redid like they got rid of all that ugly ass beige and now it is just like fucking just chrome. deep blue oh god i wish it was chrome dude chrome. but chrome they did flames <laughs> they did and i know my mom listens to the show hi mom um hello they did get fucking gamer rgb lights just on the inside of the fucking roof did they even play golf uh sometimes <laughs> <laughs> well they got it they got it because they also for their midlife crisis also again hi mom um they just bought a camper and then sold and sold said camper and bought another camper i think three times now i did that um, with the xbox ones man i'm sure <laughs> yeah and so they like my dad's truck pulls the camper whenever they go camping and my mom's uh jeep pulls the golf cart and you're in the golf cart having a beer. Anyway, that's this is this that we have to move on to our next game. Anyway, dads, dads, F Polo. I I love I, like I said, I love Rocket League. F Polo Dad X. F Polo Dad X. The end. That's our first perfect game of the day. And we'll come right back with the next one. And we're back and ready to have the video game robot make us yet another brand new, never before seen game. Cam, you said I got the perfect one for Eddie when you yeah. rolled it. So, what so is it? I know over here, my good friend Eddie, we're both destiny perverts. It's true. Um, so this is a destiny game that's in the style of Sailor Moon. <laughs> yo, uh, yo. But features the Paper Mario, quote, turn-based battle system. Saturn's rings, dude. <laughs> so, okay. People that don't know. Uh, Destiny is just if Star Wars was good. Mm -hmm. um, Sailor Moon. Is, yeah, that I, I did not. I did not stutter. I did not stutter. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sailor Moon is a really good anime. You should watch it. Foundational to the magical girl genre. Mm -hmm. um, and the Paper Mario turn-based battle system is where like you are on this like circle that is like split into this like rotating grid and you have to like physically move things around in a ring in order to like line them up or like have them in certain locations. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, yeah. Immediately, there are a lot of con connections here. Like the, the Saturn's rings thing is like a very. Yeah. And think about having like a Neptune one where it's like above you because Neptune's ring is like or Uranus's ring. Down. Which one is it? I think it's Neptune. I don't think Uranus. Neptune's got the ring. Uranus has the hole. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm right. It sure does, Nate. Mine doesn't. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Eddie XY. <laughs> Eddie XY. He ain't got no butthole. It's <laughs> the wrong hole, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking play it, Cloaca Gaming. Just <laughs> uh, call it Destiny in the Name of the Haunted Moon. Yeah, there we go. Absolutely. Thank you. Holy shit. Okay, so I I think the idea of having like like I said like multiple like rings of 
planets and stuff and you're just like bringing stuff towards you to fight mm-hmm. is cool and having like you know two sets of rings two sets of orbital rings is like don't at me if this is like physically impossible yeah, if you're listening if you're listening to the show for science then maybe don't <laughs> we don't know I mean, anything i don't even i don't know a whole. damn thing we got bu- yeah. we got buds in the discord that write for popular mechanics man <laughs> i know i'm gonna get it yeah just talk this. to them talk to caroline it's fine yeah <laughs> but like juggling the like rubik's cube nature mm. of that would be such a cool mechanic and like all the different um sailor scouts have different attacks like you've got sailor mars she's got she's your dps class like she's got her like fire spiral gun and shit yeah the golden gun yeah Yeah. exactly that's just she's just a hunter dude okay yeah i was just gonna say so bring this into the destiny thing like are we gonna make like like super sentai magical girl shit happen right here with the armor and like the pretty tight yeah pretty fucking cool actually (laughs) so for the for the rings i'm thinking of um because the way you were describing uh lining up all the enemies or whatever yeah um that just sounds convoluted which is exactly what the raids are Mm -hmm. oh yeah the raid you go into the rings and have to like line them up to wipe out all the enemies with one dps phase or whatever yeah i would love to see the like shitty drawing of the callouts for this like cam has shown me for other raids oh one God. of my favorite things in the world is <laughs> oh man it's so good but like i love i i i think like because it's sailor moon it like that mm. that high schooler came from the moon is the plot of sailor moon right so like i i feel like the easy thing to say would be like okay if you cast a super it actually is just like a small magical girl like transformation like cutscene. But I kind of want to do more of more than that. So, so okay. In Destiny, you have classes and you yeah. have like subclasses. You know your loadouts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But what if like there was a transformation mechanic where you could go to another class or subclass and whatever, and have different gear, different weapons for. And that one would be more powerful. So it would be like it would make more sense to have like, I don't know, your warlock be the one you transform into so that you could do like a fucking Kamehameha with him or whatever. But you want to go back to your normal hunter shit when you want to just be busting shit up with. They have the hammer. Do they have the hammer? That's the Titan. That's That's the Titan. Okay. Yep. Or the Titan. Like maybe you want your Titan to be your transformation class and fucking mm-hmm. Sailor Mercury just like one punch mans you <laughs> into the ground. Like <laughs> I think mm-hmm. that that's that that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of into the idea of this being like if this is going to be like a destiny game, then if we are like setting it somehow, like maybe just have it be like you are just playing out like this fucking story that is being passed down like mm-hmm. in the destiny universe but like their equivalent of the sailor scouts and that kind of a story i think that could be really neat yeah the idea of like i don't know like if we do the whole like you know rotating things to like line them up or something like maybe their foundational powers are like one of the things that welcome to the lore zone um <laughs> one of the things that the like quote the darkness in destiny like does a whole lot of is like essentially like gravity manipulation yeah and so Mm -hmm. like what if you are like having to like do these like fights in space where you are these like super powered up like characters and you're like trying to like make things as efficient as possible but like 
that turn-based thing now also functions like on a z-axis thing as well so you're like literally manipulating them like through your gravity stuff oh in like open space or like in like a space combat thing or something like that yo yeah i'm I'm thinking like you project this giant version of yourself yeah instead of throwing like a nova bomb you just check a planet at somebody. yeah oh, so <laughs> yeah like, some like thanos infinity Glo- yeah, yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, think- eddie did eddie did you ever do uh i think it was like it was one of the leviathan raids the spire of stars i did it like once yeah so, so oh. like nate yeah so nate in that one um you are like essentially defending this giant ship from invaders who are you know trying to take it over and you have to like go up into this like ethereal area that it essentially you like throw these orbs at these like projections of the enemy ships which causes the giant cannons in the actual ship to aim towards them and fire to take them out good um it's fucking cool so just just imagine like lord shacks doing like a magical girl like transformation and he would yeah well he was wearing a fucking like he's almost wearing like a feather boa with his first shit that he's pretty much dude yeah so like shacks gets his like other horn (laughs) the idea of lord shacks going through a full magical girl transformation but the helmet it's just still there is so funny yeah 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 but then there's like a lipstick on it (laughs) yeah it's like a lipstick I fucking I like Destiny's so cool. I wish I didn't get fucking motion sickness from playing it because yeah. Again, I want to go to there. <laughs> There's the it's it's just better Star Wars. Yeah, it really is. Like like okay, how are we going to do the the like battles? Like how are we going to do the stuff outside of the battles? I mean, like how are we going to string this together? Mm-hmm. Are you doing like, are the battles the raids or the ends of the bosses or whatever? Are you going through levels? Like, what do you what do you think? I guess in my mind, like whenever I'm picturing it, like Eddie, you mentioned a like there's a, like, a big projection of you and you're like hurtling like giant shit at them. Maybe yeah. you are like this, like if we're leaning into the whole Legends thing, you are this uh, defend like magical girl style, like defender of somewhere and you are essentially taking out like entire fleets and it's like almost like a turn-based tactical thing whoa i so, sorry to interrupt but i can't believe we didn't mention the asteroid belt which is just a big ring. yeah totally <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah shit. the biggest ring in the solar system well now i'm thinking like into the breach where you you know how they like yeah their attacks and then you have to move stuff yeah so they'll they'll show up and be like, oh, we're going to attack Jupiter and Saturn and bust through the asteroid belt. So you have yeah, to use your turn to tight. rotate the planets so yeah. that they are safe. And then you blast Whoa. them out of the sky. Yeah. Okay. So you're yeah. not rotating your enemies and bringing them. You're like rotating the universe yeah. around you. That's why you have to be giant. Or or yeah, or at least have <laughs> that like that like influence, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, Okay, Dude, yeah, that I, fucking owns. That's really good. You have to dodge all the triangles coming at you. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I am like. I think that's why I like really got so hooked on into the breach because I am so. Love that game. I I adore that game, and I think a lot of that is because like a lot of games, like there is like a difference between playing to win and playing not to lose, and the only choice you have in Into the Breach is 
you have to play not to lose. That is your sole objective. And I think that's super interesting. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I oh man, the, when you said that you're moving around things that you don't, this is just asteroids, like the game asteroids and like space invaders, like, but just with cool, with particle physics is basically yeah, yeah. like what I'm saying here. <laughs> Fuck, when stuff gets close to you, you can go out and like tower defense style, leave your post and go fight them. But if you're doing that, you're yeah. not you're not focusing on moving around like, yeah. you know, planet X. So it doesn't. Yeah. And like if there's a dude that is like on his way to Earth and you are in command of like the entire, you know, essentially, you know, turning the big circle that is the solar system. Why not just speed it up a little bit so he just gets like completely eaten by Jupiter? Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. Like it's fucking tight. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're, what we basically did was we made an RTS out of uh, Sephiroth's final like summon. In yeah, Final we did. Oh, God, yes. Like where he just destroys Jupiter 15 times in a fight. Um, yeah. What are we going to call this? Like destiny destiny three rings of truth (laughs) like this this has got to be like uh so i had destiny in the name of the haunted moon okay 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 Um, moon is haunted very haunted that's why you're gonna throw it at them (laughs) i don't want this shit anymore you can deal with it i i i like i like that destiny in the name of the haunted moon where yeah. where in in the last humanity's last city they crack open that big old egg that landed there and it's just <laughs> sailor moon <laughs> it's just a big black cat <laughs> yeah Whoa. dude okay good we done yeah, it we done we it, did it. <laughs> we did it everyone yeah, hell yeah so that's great so let's see. That's going to bring us to the end of the show for today. But first, some patch notes. This is where Cam goes through some listener submitted ideas to be installed into the robot for use in future shows. And remember, you can tweet words at us if you want them in the robot too. You can just tweet. You can just tweet us in general. <laughs> just tweet anything. Just, it's fine. Tweet any random word. Just <laughs> yeah. Be just, free. Panera bread. Just yeah. Just try, yeah. Bread. Yeah. Of course. Bread. Eddie, yeah. Thank you. I don't know yeah. why. <laughs> look. Look. I understand. I get it. Bread's delicious. I get <laughs> it. But, uh, Cam, what have we got this week for Stuff Into the Robot? Uh, these are all, first of all, uh, big thanks to our previous episode guest, Taylor Hicklin. Um, oh, yeah, these are all from them. These are all from Taylor because they're all great and stuff we probably should have had before. Um, but the IP Res, which I, I fucking Ooh. love Res, dude. It's so good. Um, and the IP Space Channel 5, which uh, I don't love, but... I think it's real cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then similarly, uh, the twist that the game contain uh, contains the game features full musical numbers, um, which Five. Uh, could be fun. Uh, <laughs> this brings our potential game total to one hundred and thirty six million six hundred and sixty five thousand one hundred and forty four games. So it's a couple. There's a couple games. In one there. or two. Um, we'll get there. <laughs> Scotch. Um, Eddie, thank you so much for guesting today. Where can people hear slash see more? of you every time you say that i think of only fans but i, I don't have <laughs> one of those well you say c but uh, start one <laughs> uh, i stream at twitch.tv slash play forward gaming and i'm on twitter at pif games um that's mostly where i'm at i just like to make fun jokes so go follow eddie eddie's good people we love we love a bread friend that's what that's what bf stands for right yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Perfect. So everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you're so inclined, we'd really appreciate a subscribe and a positive review on whatever platform you're on. It actually literally does help us out. And if you want more podcasts from Cam and myself, check out at some good shows on Twitter, where you can also tweet words at a skeleton and sometimes they'll say, fuck you. <laughs> um, or you can go to some where the biz stands for. But hey, we just started doing Attack on Titan in earnest for the big three. So Yay. why don't you go? Why don't you go start War. listening to that? And then when My Hero comes back, we're in the war arc for that one. So what is it good for? Content, actually. (laughs) Our show art is by Zach. It's it's fucked how right you are about that. (laughs) Yep. Our show art is by Zach Russell. Their work can be found at Ad Cavity Crew. Our music is by Julian V. Their work can be found at at Jules VZ. I can be found at at Victory Position on Twitter. And I can be found at at The Candy Man. And this has been the Video Game Robot Show. And as always, tell your pets, I say hello. Hey, what the fuck? (laughs) 